0: Going on here is the ground is covered with bugs because that's not something that happens when you walk outside and the, you know, the ground is never covered with bugs but you'd look outside like, huh, why does the ground look so dark outside? It looks like the sun's up but I can't see my sidewalk that I normally see. So you go to take a, a step on that sidewalk and the sidewalk raises up and says hello to you because you have disturbed a small neighborhood bugs. of bugs. Yeah. yeah you, you, you take a couple of them with you But the rest of the sidewalk just comes up and says, hello. Can you you imagine the fear and the panic of suddenly realizing that your entire house and yard and farm is covered
1: with bugs? It doesn't seem like a good time. No. No. This is
0: awful. This is terrible. This is not a good day in the life of an Egyptian. No. No. (laughs) And and it's so bad that Pharaoh... Sends for Moses. It's like it is no lo- He's no longer standing on ceremony. He's no longer. Oh yeah, it's like get these losers out of my house. He
1: like get him here now. <laughs> he sent for moses pharaoh quickly summoned moses yes. and aaron <laughs> yes yes
0: because the first time that the ground rises up to meet you and not in that gentle like irish blessing like may the road rise to meet you no like, no, no literally <laughs> we're
1: not not metaphorically no it just came up to say hi <laughs> yeah, no get him here now quickly get rid of these things and so like it would probably not surprise you to learn that again, Pharaoh says, I've sinned. God is right. Please forgive me. <laughs> yes. So, like, you And so, like, Moses raises his hands
0: and a big wind comes and blows all the bugs away back out into the sea. There we go. There they go. And suddenly the fishing gets real good for a while. <laughs> probably. You know, maybe. Probably. It's, yes. Because, like, all, all those locusts into the ocean.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah. Billy the bass is eating good tonight, man.
1: So now we're on Plague 3, and as normally happens with Plague 3, there is no warning. There's just the plague. Yep. It's a bonus plague.
0: So it's round 3, number 3.
1: Round 3, number 3. Plague
0: number 9, for those of you who are obsessed with the numbers. That's right. And we are going to go straight after the king boss of, of the gods. That's right. We, we're, we're going after which for the those of you who
1: are, boss. Which, for those of you who are not familiar with Egyptian mythology, is the sun god. Ra.
0: Which is uh, I like. It's funny, like a lot of cultures, that's like the main dude, the guy who controls the sun. Yeah, I mean, like, like it, it, it makes sense. The sun is what drives away the darkness. It brings the end of fear. It's like you know, they it lets you grow plants. Yeah, they're almost always the uh, the protagonist for any uh, mixed up stories. the the um, The Vikings, the, the 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 Norsemen, were a little bit different. They there are no protagonists in, in their stories. They're all awful, awful humans, or they're awful, awful beings. None of them are good. It's when Ragnarok
1: comes, he goes like, Aesir are oh, fun, I don't know what you're good. talking about.
0: no, no' it's, they're they're all awful <laughs> uh, I, the, the, yeah learning learning about the actual Loki after I watched all of the Disney Loki stuff <laughs> the actual loki was actually horrifying i like someone wrote those things down, <laughs>
1: mostly Christian monks.
0: Good grief, okay so, <laughs> so in any case, raw. Yes. Ra gets his hands tied. Yes. He gets thrown into the back of a church van and taken someplace where no one can see him for a long time. Because Moses holds out his hands and it gets dark.
1: Yes. And remember how we were, we've been talking about how this is basically a compa- like a power struggle between like who's really in charge of Israel's fate. Is it Pharaoh and the Egyptian gods like the powers of Egypt or is it Yahweh? And so some of these are like some of these plagues are straight up challenging things that are central to the Egyptian pantheon, like the Nile. Some of them are straight up challenges to Pharaoh or the Egyptian power structure, like when you lose all of your financial and like military resources. Mm-hmm. It's like, but yeah, then you then you take on, then you get to the big boss and you're like, but you can't beat the main god of Egypt, Ra. <laughs> It's like, a new challenger approaching. Exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, and
0: okay, so there, there. I have questions about the way this reads. Okay. I have, I have a couple of questions about this. Uh, one is like, it. This is such ominous language. The way that it that God describes it. it is like darkness that will be felt. Darkness that can be felt. That's right. Yeah, it's here in verse twenty-one of chapter ten. It's uh, then the Lord said to Moses, "Stretch out your hand toward the sky." that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even a darkness which may be felt. Yes. That is ominous, man, because like darkness is scary. I mean, like it it doesn't matter how old I I get. If I'm walking through this building trying to lock it up, if I walk into a place that's dark, I, I have to be in control of my mind. Otherwise, I get afraid very quickly because it's just dark is scary, man. And when you feel the dark, that's worse. But my question comes here. No one got up for three days because of how dark it was. People stayed put where because they, they could not even see. it's but it said it says uh, in in uh, verse twenty three it says, "But all the sons of Israel had light in their dwellings." Yes. Everywhere else did light stop working?" Like, did God not just turn off the sun, but did he just turn off physics for a second and light just (laughs) stop doing what light does?
1: Well, I wasn't there. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm guessing no, but I don't know. I wasn't there. I mean, like, it's something of which he is capable. Well, sure.
0: If Jesus can, like, pour water from one thing to another, and it goes from water into wine, and completely break all of the rules as far as, like, stuff existing as one thing— uh, you know, and if you could like tell something to exist and it starts existing, you know, it is with it is it is completely possible for him to know the cheat code, <laughs> to suspend light from working, where like someone would actually like make a fire, and the, have the fire burn, but no longer give off light energy. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm shrugging
1: for those of you at home. Yeah, I do yeah, yeah, It's possible. Good, good solid shrug. But like the God is capable of it.
0: Yeah. But like for me that like in my imagination because there's no other real de- you know, like definition here and because it says the Israelites had light in their dwellings, it's like either suggests that like people were so depressed they didn't turn the lights on or light just didn't work for them for three days which is that's that's scary dude. like the one thing that like how how scary would that be to not be able to see anything for three days? It'd be pretty bad like, to be to. Like, completely deprived of your sight for three days. And everybody deprived of their sight for three days. That's horrifying.
1: Which leads to a response that's not that surprising. <laughs> Pharaoh summons Moses and doesn't even go with the I've sinned part at this point. He's like, go. You you go. Go worship the God, go worship your God, Yahweh. Do it. You can take your women and children just like you want to. Just make it happen. But, he says, just,
0: uh, but leave your livestock.
1: Yeah, leave your livestock, which... Like, obviously, he's saying, like, okay, I I give in to everything you've asked of me. Just leave your livestock so that I know you're coming back.
0: Right. Which, again.
1: That's it. Reasonable. Yes. (laughs) At at this point, I, again, sort of feel bad for Pharaoh because he's, like, he's been thoroughly humiliated to the point where he's just giving in on everything he was trying to avoid giving in on. And Moses just will not let it go.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, so, like, okay, turn the lights back on. Sweet deal, man. Pharaoh changes his mind. Bad choice. So, uh, we, we get to our last plague. And the last plague gets a definition. It gets a warning. It gets a setup. It gets a hey, this is going to be bad. It's coming. It's every firstborn child. It
1: gets, wait, before we get there, it gets a chapter about ritual celebrations stuck in the middle of it.
0: Yes. Yes. Because of course
1: it does. Why would you be surprised by that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah. God God tells Moses, this one's going to be bad. It's going to be all the firstborn sons. And um, it's going to echo a little bit from something that happened in the past. All the firstborn sons. You may remember this number from, you know, 80 years ago.
1: And but- also uh, you may also remember it from the beginning of the plagues when yeah. Moses comes in and basically says... This is what Yahweh says. Israel is my son. I want him to come out in the desert and worship me. And Pharaoh says, Psh, no, I'm in charge of sons here. And God's like, you sure that's how you want to play this? Yeah.
0: yeah, before Before he came in, God explicitly said to Moses, he said, you are going to go tell Pharaoh that because you have abused my firstborn son, I'm going to meaning kill. Meaning Israel. Meaning Israel. I'm going to kill your firstborn son. And then like a moment later, God started trying to kill a him whichever him it was <laughs> un- until... which i like
1: thinking it was moses firstborn son because that makes sense to me yes but uh, but as damien just said it's a it's a him whoever yes. him is
0: and uh and the uh the impending death stopped because they properly followed instructions uh that in- involved
1: circumcision
0: <laughs> in- involved putting a bloody thing on a place and so now we're going to put a bloody thing on a place Except now we're going to go. They're going to get the instruction to go slaughter a, a, a faultless lamb, and take the blood and spread it over their doorpost. And if you do this, if you follow the instructions, if you obey, if you
1: are obedient,
0: which as we talked about, oh, wait, we're John not done yet. Like
1: worship, you also have to cook it a certain way. Oh yes, yes, yes. You also have to eat it in a certain time period. Mm-hmm. The bread you make with it has to be made a certain way. Mm-hmm. You have to be wearing certain things while you do it. Yes. Uh, did I miss anything? I think that's the gist of it. Yeah, yeah well, well we, we eventually add lots of stuff later with the Seder meals
0: uh, when, we, when we remember this. But this is, this is something that is so important in their history that they wrote all this stuff down because they are going to imitate it for the rest of, the, for the rest of time. Because like Jewish people still, yep. uh, still do this. Even like the ones who like, they're like they're, they're mostly just uh, culturally Jewish, but they go home to their parents' house and they do Passover Seder meals with mom and dad because they, it makes them happy. They do this.
1: This is Jewish Christmas.
0: Yes, they, they very much. Yeah, this is this is this is their thing. This is the meal that uh, that Jesus enjoyed with his disciples before uh, you know the night that he was betrayed when we talk about he took the cup he took the he, he took the bread he took things that were from the meal that celebrates this event and uses them to invite people to a, a meal about himself so this is this is a this is a, a an event
1: this is a point this is a moment that actually points to Jesus but before we get there let's yes. talk about what it points to right now yes cuz so first off, you get this instruction that you just completely change the calendar so that Passover <laughs> is the beginning of the year now. Yes. It's like, so that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Then you have this whole thing where, I mean, it really boils down to like, what's been the, what's been the theme since the beginning, right? Like, does God really have my back? <laughs> yes. Like, so you have Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out so well because they thought God didn't have the back. You have Cain and Abel who's like, hey, if I kill the only other person making sacrifices, then my sacrifice will be accepted. It's like, no, no, mm-hmm. that's not, that doesn't work out so well. You have the whole, like, Tower of Babel thing where God's, like, spread out throughout all the earth. And they're like, maybe if we build a giant tower together in one place, we won't be spread out throughout all, all the earth. <laughs> and then you get, like, Abraham, who does a good job of this by, like, offering Isaac, Isaac because he does believe God has his back. Like, this whole question. And then you end up with Exodus where, to be perfectly honest... The problem kind of turns so far into, like, what if it's not your choice? Right. Because, like, they were in Egypt being God's representatives. Right. They were in Egypt doing what they were supposed to do, and they were oppressed through no fault of their own because somebody stronger than them took advantage of them. And so now you're like, okay, does God have our back when it doesn't look like he has our back? Does God have our back when it seems like he's not giving us an answer or when the whatever's like the situation's too big or like does he (laughs) as as a uh, great to watch the the way that uh,
0: that that he interacts with the entire thing because it's like that the conversation from the Israelites is minimal after after the first uh, two things when they're like hey this is kind of making things not good for us right now Um, there's there's no real notable conversation with any of the elders of Israel um, and, and it, it does focus back in on them when they get like this very long set of instructions for Passover, um, not just for now, but for when they, when they will do this forever. This is like, it's instituted like forever. This is, this is, th- these are your instructions forever here, guys. Yeah. Um, but like, there's, there's still like, there's no conversation back. It's just like, cause like they've been watching this whole, t- this whole time. They've been watching this beatdown happen for, uh, for Egypt and the, the first couple of things, well, like it made their, made their work harder, the rest of it, they're, they're suddenly watching their God, you know, throw down the hardest stuff they, that, that he can at Egypt and just watching Egypt absorb plague after plague after plague and become weaker and weaker and weaker. And they're watching as each time at the conclusion of each one, it's let my people go. It's letting people go. It's, all right, well, we're going to go do this thing, and it's, and it's it, total victory. It's not, we're not going to compromise. I'm not going to, like, no, it's like, no, I'm going to win, and you are going to admit to a total and utter defeat. And so, yeah, so the the, the answer to the question is coming in is, uh, uh, regardless of how you got into your circumstance, yeah. Not, yeah. not only is he for you,
1: he's just big boy pants for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it keeps coming back to, like, why would the Jews remember this all the way to present day? Well, because it's like the defining moment of their history, which is why you redefine the calendar around this event. Yeah. But like this goes back for me, this goes back to Moses on the mountain where God's revealing himself. And he's like, who is this guy? Well, according to chapters, you know, six, seven, eight, ten, 10, Like he said, why am I doing this? I'm doing this so that you will know that I am Yahweh. Yeah. And, he reveals, like, what what does that mean? Well, he was on the mountain talking to Moses about it. And we're, when you get to the rest of, like, Leviticus, Hexist, or Leviticus Numbers, Deuteronomy, it's going to come to some more detail there. But he's not the God who's just big and strong. He's the God who is there, like, the God who shows up and is listening and right. all of that. And, like, all of a sudden you get this Passover meal that's encapsulating everything they were everything they are now because of what happened at this time